I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. A few days after dropping out of medical school, Sanjay has surprised me by offering to become a stay-at-home dad. He would write during kids nap, the kids' naps, or whenever he found an opportunity. He explained, "If all went well, by the time Miles was ready for preschool, Sanjay would have figured out the next step of his life." I readily agreed. I didn't really want to hire a stranger to watch my children or drop my months-old baby off at a daycare center for all of the hours he would be awake more important sanjay was offering to be the father my own father had never been why wouldn't i give my family this incredible gift my job paid enough that we can just make it work in the short term but after a few months it began to sink in that for all the perks of our arrangement it did not reduce my parenting load one bit sanjay was just as exhausted as i was at the end of the day so how could i blame him for not having done the dishes or scheduled mal's next pediatrician appointment and if stevie still wanted me to make her breakfast and help her get dressed and tell her stories until my voice was hoarse could i fault her i was gone most of the time she was awake one morning i was trying to pry stevie off my leg so i could make it to work on time when it stuck me as wife mother breadwinner and chief of operations shares ruiz car that's their last name i had become the fulcrum of my family's health and wealth and frankly that was kind of terrifying hey welcome to the black out tips podcast your host rod and Karen. we're live on a wednesday yes, sir. a walking dead wednesday for all you who don't know we're going to be recapping the walking dead today um the latest episode of course you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black out tips you can leave us comments uh and emails if you want to like let us know what you thought about the episode and that kind of stuff at the black guy who tips at gmail.com the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme um and uh yeah oh and that excerpt from that book was i'm fine and neither are you uh which is uh <laughs> the latest book i'm reading it's not really a um historical fiction type book or anything it's just regular fiction camille uh pagan i think is how you spell her name and uh i like the book so far it's uh it's an interesting read um but uh yeah this stuff about sanjay it just reminded me of like what you hear from so many women which is that um a lot of times people are like uh especially men in their lives kind of are drained on them even when the man is supposed to be taking care of his part at home and stuff like that and she didn't have like a terrible husband but her husband is just you know it's just one of those marriages where like most marriages men don't put in half when it comes to the actual house and when you're working um it's like we're it's like a woman has two jobs in most relationships is take care of the house and have take care of your job and hopefully you have you know you get a, a relationship with a good person um you know because we're talking about straight relationships now would you get a relationship with a good person that doesn't take advantage of that and does you know still wants to raise the kids still wants to be you know involved in the tough decisions involved in uh just the regular stuff that makes life easier that women just tend to pick up from a young age because they're being trained to do it that boys don't yes and also is one of those things too to where men aren't taught to contribute like most of the time most men aren't taught that housework is valuable to the household 
you taught cut the grass you know i'm talking about straight most straight yeah. people you know rake the leaves you know do that hard man where you paint plumbing shit like that but the kids that's quote unquote a woman's work and a woman's job um and i think that it's um times have changed but the people's mentality on how relationships function hasn't Still changed the same. right yeah you know and the privilege of having a quote-unquote stay-at-home wife was only white women nobody no other woman particularly in america had the privilege to stay at home particularly brown women black women we worked the fields took care of our kids and went and worked at a white woman's home too most of the time um and so it was like we never had that privilege so to expect uh me to be able to do all these things and keep everything and keep my sanity and do all these things too it's a lot and studies and statistics have shown that men that actually put into housework end up desiring less children because Mm -hmm. they were like oh shit this is work oh shit they shitting on me they throwing up on me they spitting up on me i you know it's more than just me coming around and playing with them and then handing them back to you and going doing whatever the fuck i want to do it's more than that oh they, oh shit they get sick oh shit i have to take the time off of work today because something has happened the school called you know all of a sudden when you realize that it's a 24 7 fucking job and you can't just tap in and out when you want to studies have shown we read articles about it when men be like you know what no nah, we need to curve back on these kids but a lot of men who don't actually have to do the do the labor of it be like fuck it let's have five because you don't have to put the labor behind it and also um in this case in this book anyway uh it's not a black woman that uh the book is about but in this book it's it's kind of her coming to the realization that she's accepted these things without much challenge and the way she defines happiness and the way she defines herself is her miserableness and uh you know the hook of the book in in short order is that her friend dies and she thought her friend had everything together and her friend seemed to be fine her friend seemed to be great she envied her friend in many ways her relationship and the way her daughter was raised and how her daughter behaved and her husband and all this shit and her job and then her friend uh, essentially dies uh from what appears to be like a drug overdose and not purposefully not not like uh suicide but she dies from a drug overdose and she's like well she must have had some issues to be constantly on using drugs and stuff and she never told me about any of these problems and so she decides basically and i'm at that part of the book where she decides i'm gonna start speaking up and talking about the things that make me unhappy because if not i'm gonna lose everything because this is how you end up getting a divorce or being in a loveless marriage um this is how you end up checking out of your kids lives and not you know just bear like raising them just to get through this is how you end up miserable in a job all this type of stuff that adults think is adulting and that a lot of adults we take on these things and especially women because you learn to be quiet about it and that's not to say only women i think men for the most part are very similar mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff men are doing uh because they think that's what masculinity is and it's grand and bear it and they're miserable too so uh yeah this book I, I'm, I'm loving it so far we'll see where it goes but um it, it was just it was just interesting because because sanjay her husband is not your stereotypical like bad husband like right. he's not cheating he's not abusing her he's not talking 
fucked up to her they both kind of have issues they both have disagreements they don't yell and 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 fuss and fight but they do talk kind of mean to each other sarcastically and you know little snipe comments um and um you know and they and and then she resents the fact that he is at home all the time but he's not doing enough and he he's out here like kind of floating through life and never not being the provider that she thinks he should be not being you know so it's just a great book to uh you know to delve into that kind of relationship stuff so and i needed something between like you know all my uh more serious knows the trouble i've seen books (laughs) well not that no i'm not it's not that those books are gonna be sad or nothing but no i just sometimes i like to break up learning history so that it sticks Correct. with me so yeah, that's can, my that's my running joke so, you know yeah. how you know how niggas get when you talk about slavery and old time people act like it's just the worst shit ever yeah yeah it doesn't bother me in that way but sometimes i just i'm like okay i want something a little lighter and uh even though this is a very serious book is is lighter all right oh, oh, oh i'm sorry oh no problem one more thing i wanted to say too and the thing is uh most men aren't um mean and and just just these ain't shit niggas a lot of times that turns down into communication because it's funny how a lot of times people talk about communication but when it's time everybody else communicate but when it's time for me to communicate it becomes a whole different story when it's time for well me. you know what it is i think men are not taught to love in that way and we're definitely not taught to communicate in that way um we are taught that you can be angry and you can be funny but you can't really be sad you can't really be uh vulnerable you can't really be um too loving as far as like you know if you say something too loving nigga that's gay or whatever you know like so there's a lot of pushback on that stuff and it's not coming from women necessarily Mm-mm. not that there aren't a lot of women who buy into this so agreed like this no no I, I don't i don't think women started it but women definitely do participate in some of this shit you'll see it come around on the internet once in a while where someone's mm-hmm. like you know uh you know my boyfriend cried and i said you little bitch stop me you know and that's mm-hmm. that's and that's like a thing that's gonna always exist you know where it's like you're less of a man for expressing feelings outside of anger and and joy you know um so there's you know there's certain there's certain type of things these box that that men are trapped in and so um in a lot of cases it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and the problem that a lot of i think people with privilege in this case men straight men have is that they then blame everyone else and they don't make the changes for themselves is you know that's why you have the alt-right and the mm-hmm. um incels and shit they're blaming other people for a box they can easily crack on their own you don't have to be any of these things no, but you if don't. you become obsessed with how you fail to meet the standards of masculinity you will turn in on yourself and then you'll turn on everyone else at the end of the day um a lot of the stuff that you know is plaguing society from white male privilege a lot of people i think don't want to really examine it because they're going to feel empathy and sympathy for people that are ultimately hurting everyone Mm -hmm. but the truth of the matter is white men hate themselves and therefore they try to push that hate outward to the world but 
though they hate themselves because they can't live up to the false promise of what whitehood is whiteness is and what whiteness promised them they'll never get because that's the trick is right you know there's a handful of billionaire white men living that life and then there's a whole bunch of broke ass angry white men come on blaming black people blaming women blaming other countries blaming everyone except the white men who run shit and set up the rules and rig the game and you know like i said you don't want to preach that too hard because most people are going to be like so you trying to say i should feel sorry for them i'm not telling you how to feel sorry for who i'm not saying anyone has it worse than you if you you know i think obviously there's many many people that have it worse than white men but i'm saying part of the reason they have it bad is because they actually do hate themselves and they're not equipped to handle that or understand that you know but anytime you see people being abusive and shit a lot of that stems from them hating themselves narcissists hate themselves um you know domestic violence people hate themselves like like abusers in that situation you know like there's there's a there's a hatred inward that starts to leak outwards now your hating yourself is should not be my responsibility nope and it shouldn't have nothing to do with me so mm-hmm. it's not like they're absolved of responsibility for that but you know that's just something i think about when I, we talk about these topics is you know a lot of times men hate themselves for not being able to experience the range of emotions that they can but then they turn that hate into it's women's fault it's gay people's mm-hmm. fault it's uh my children's fault it's everyone's fault except me you know? yeah because that would require change and also is one of those things where um particularly um, particularly in straight relationships is it's just weird how the structure and the dynamic of it is and for a lot of women women aren't taught put it like this little girls aren't raised to demand they aren't raised to demand mm-hmm. and that's the big thing when i mean demand i mean be like this is what i want and, well one more step when you do demand you call it a nag you call it a bitch yes you are you know what i mean so like even when a woman does step up and say this is what i want i'm communicating exactly what i would like to have in my relationships in my life and my job what's the first thing that happens you a bitch oh why are you nagging me he go getting on my nerve oh god she always want me to and meanwhile it's just so uh, if you really fucking care about somebody if you care it's a promise that you want to live up to you know what i mean it's it's that it's, it's that cliche joke but it's the truth i don't want you to do the dishes i want you to want to do the dishes is the fucking point you know um and and you know in, in many cases when it's a woman we just completely discredit that as just women emotional and shit but let that be a man talking about sex you know i don't want you to i don't want to just have sex with you i want you to want to have sex with me it's like well there's a bunch of other shit that that needs to happen <laughs> yeah there's a there's a and what's so funny when you said that there's a bunch of other factors it's like for a lot of men they go ta-da my penis bitch be turned on and you're right. looking like okay dog i'm not, i don't want to disappoint you but a penis is a penis is a penis well we're getting on a, a big tangent but i'm just saying i'm not trying i'm that was just an example of, right. of just uh i could have said cooking men men want their woman to want to cook for them and shit like that but it's like you know they get it then but then if you say well i want you to want to take out the trash i want you to want me to be happy is what i'm saying and you don't want to do the things that would make me happy so what am i supposed to take that as as your wife yeah and it's one of the things where particularly if nobody's being unreasonable particularly you know you're not asking for nothing ridiculous Mm -hmm. it actually benefits the entire household yeah this is but yeah i can't wait to see how this book ends i'm 
it's a real page turn i'm already like 40 something percent into it or whatever so um i'm glad you enjoying it yeah i wasn't sure i was gonna like it because her friend died and it feels like penelope makes a lot of the shit about her it's like nigga she died not not you you know what i mean but <laughs> but that's how we all treat death you know so uh all right let's get into the shit y'all really do want to hear about let's talk about the walking dead i know no, no the walking dead not this <laughs> all right it's season 10 episode 6 it's called bonds directed by danny liu um written by kevin dybolt and i uh, had about 3.21 rating so a little higher than last week but i think that about that three million people is where it's gonna stand mm-hmm. um uh, we'll get into the breakdown but before that we always like to start with the very simple question karen what'd you think about this episode bonds i loved it i i actually enjoyed this episode a lot because we got a lot of negan and i really enjoyed jeffrey dean morgan playing negan a lot yeah i actually enjoyed this a lot myself this was a a episode i was really looking forward to um i saw when i was cutting up the episode and uh the, the way i was gonna recap it like all the clips for the episode is mostly from negan because that's just how much i loved seeing negan with uh with the with the uh whispers i this has been the shit that i've been looking forward to all season, mm-hmm. all season. <laughs> just like finally we get negan uh we get negan going full negan with these niggas and um also the, the b stories i like because you know the eugene story is gonna build to mm-hmm. that's that's a world expanding story right um if you read the comics you kind of can guess where that's gonna go mm-hmm. and then um the story in alexandria uh with the sickness is also something that i feel like is 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 a, is leading to some major uh some major uh revelations so all right uh let's get into our breakdown i broke it down into different locations um i went with negan as a location uh <laughs> hilltop and alexandria um i think i'll do hilltop first it's the shortest one then i'll do alexandria and then of course negan so uh in hilltop eugene is up in uh the attic of the mansion sitting up in my room mm-hmm. uh and he is upgrading the radio at hilltop with uh the parts from the satellite that he got when that satellite crashed Mm -hmm. it's so crazy that he lied so much when we started this show um yes he did and we like we later come to find out like like you're actually smart he's very smart you know like like it's sad that he lied because i thought he was lying because he was stupid and it's like he's actually low-key a genius he just can't solve the fucking zombie apocalypse uh disease correct um at any rate he took that l for that from uh rest in peace uh 
to my man uh abraham abraham mm-hmm. um so yeah he uh nabila comes upstairs with some more supplies for the upgrade for the radio and he asked the he's like she's like you know i'm glad to be a part of this so you know to help out and he's like yeah well you know we got uh uh you know we got all these radio parts we're gonna we're gonna be boosting our signal we're gonna be bouncing the signal off of the the the, the ozone layer or whatever the fuck like we're gonna be bouncing this off to long distance and she's like okay that sounds good oh i'm just happy to be part of the av club and uh the radio he, club he's like man we might be broadcasting worldwide you know any russian and she was like yeah that's all Ooh, i know <laughs> he was like um well you know you you can uh use the radio with me and sh- it's an open invite and she was like well i gotta get back down and take care of my kids and i was like smart because i don't want jerry to come up there and whoop no ass because we know eugene is a dirty mac okay he'll be up on your woman you you don't even know what happened Mm-mm. i thought she was just at the av club with, with eugene he up there trying to mac on my baby what is happening right now <laughs> and i don't i don't want to see the mean side of him right right he's like i could hear the i could hear it playing in the background you know you could come up here and play on the radio with me you know, i definitely love to come on girl we can broadcast this show live i love to modulate your clitoris um so then um eugene gets on the radio and he talks to rosita in hilltop and rosita is uh sick she's also he's like who you looking for in particular and she was like you dumbass and i was like i bet eugene i mean i bet rosita feels a little bit bad Mm -hmm. for how things were left i don't think she i don't think she didn't mean what she said right but i do think she feels bad for you know because remember they had been up for 48 hours in a row right. they had been fighting zombies and i think she's like you're a friend like that's it we can right. just be friends i enjoy having you around i like your help i don't you know it's, it's not like she's like you got to leave she was like just understand that this is no this is only gonna be a friendship and don't hang around thinking you're gonna get something out of me and he can't and you know that this isn't like you know you can't facebook stalk your ex okay Mm -mm. so uh in this world you know you might see the person face to face or not at all and so i think maybe he thought they wouldn't talk at all but i think a lot of that's in his head i agree and she said she was comfortable being friends and unless he says well look i'm not comfortable with that leave me alone i think um this is what it is from now on Mm -hmm. you know um and plus i mean he threw up all over her one time to get away so i don't think you can come back from that mm-hmm. you know i don't mm-hmm. think anyone's had sex after someone purposefully vomited on them in order to distract them so they could run away right um you know it's like a squid shooting ink on you and then you know what i'm saying y'all gonna be best friends no uh so yeah but they do have a conversation she does tell him she's sick and has 102 degree fever he asks what it is she says a stomach bug going around and coco is fine and she asked what he's up to he says upgrading the radio she asked you know so like when are you coming back and i was like i wonder if she just she she's sad that that they can't be friends right 
I and really i really think that. i really don't think she's accepted that they can't be friends i don't think yeah, her and eugene can be friends nope because he, he he can't draw that line yeah and when somebody lets you know they can't draw that line i mean it's sad but that's what you got to do mm-hmm. because you're not going to be able to requite them feelings Mm-mm. and um it's almost unfair to both of y'all to mm-hmm. continue to try to make something out of because the other thing is they're not really your friend if they got that fucking upset that y'all can't be together right and, and she got a full like three man and a baby situation going on so um at any rate um the radio starts to have some issues and he has to go and she was like you 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 want me to call back this afternoon and he was like does radio waves move some some something and she was like something pigs uh she was like uh yes and she was like you, you that's affirmative i'll talk to you this afternoon and i know she was like i'm assuming yes is the right answer right <laughs> what the fuck you talking about um now the thing i was thinking now is and i don't know if it's gonna come true or not but i wonder if they're setting rosita up to die because she's sick um she's been sick for a couple episodes now the this felt almost like a goodbye to eugene in a way like let's end on happy terms i hope i'm wrong i hope that's not gonna come true but i don't know it felt a little felt a little something like like a little more final than it than it had it felt like when luke was waving goodbye on their trip to oceanside and i was like why is this nigga goodbye so long you know yeah, yeah and the thing is i my prediction is there's going to be some deaths because eventually these two groups are going to collide like ain't no if ands or buts about like we're going to have where they're going to have to fight some mm-hmm. form of a war between the groups like you, we can't stay like this yeah well i mean also some people sick i think some people gonna die from the sickness yeah oh yeah like not yes, even yes. just in a battle or some shit i think some people gonna die from that horrible the zombie water shit right. um which i assume the sickness is from uh eugene tries to radio alexandria later in the afternoon he doesn't get an answer uh you know because uh rosita's sick a lot of people are sick so no one's there to answer the uh radio so then he decides to mess around try some long distance radio and eventually he gets a hit back on the radio and he goes by the call sign taterbug he's like it's taterbug broadcasting live to all open channels you know anybody out there yeah and so uh eventually he gets an answer from a woman and he asks for more information about her community she doesn't give it to him because she's like i don't think i can trust you we don't know each other and she does ask where he's from and he's he's like i'm from the lone star state uh the well-worn big d or some shit like just just you know he can't talk normal and mm-hmm. she tells him tells him that she's from strasburg pennsylvania and he talks about how when he was a kid he liked trains and he used he'd been to strasburg before and he got some ice cream at this great ice cream store up there and she names the ice cream store and so they kind of have some chemistry and they're kind of hitting it off and he's like you know i just got one major question for you you know uh and he names like two like raspberry or i don't know sarsaparilla i don't know what kind of <laughs> shit that he what kind of flavor ice cream he be talking about but um you could tell they were speaking the same language because normally with most people they go huh what you mean? what what yeah and it was it was weird because like with with eugene we're so used to seeing him as the creepy dude trying to mac and trying to mac on rosita or the traitorous coward dude or whatever but he has come a long way yes, and yes you know we haven't really seen him use his nerd charm on anyone and i think also uh, eugene would seem like that kind of dude that'd be really good at catfishing or internet 
you know if it was around yes yeah he'd be like a good on the internet type of guy before you go out on a date with him you know and then it's like uh uh-oh i don't think he got the swag to match that shit he be talking on tinder but Mm -mm. um but yeah and so then the last scene uh when they rings never made much dollar since centavo sense to me purely on a risk reward analysis too afraid of falling injury combined with humiliation not my favorite pastime now the pensive silences here was so good because essentially at this scene it's near the end of the show he's trying to reel her in so that because you connect to a person in the world on a random fucking coincidence and you're just hoping that you can reach out to other people you know and one wrong word you push too hard you push too little and this person's gone forever and so I, I it was like a lot of stress you can see the stress on his face of i don't want to fuck this up i don't want to fuck this up i don't want to fuck this up i don't want to ask too much i don't want to ask too little i just would like for her to like call call me back or whatever and this may be a community we can like link up with later mm-hmm. this deed exchange on our form this has been very enjoyable and at the risk of said humiliation i wonder if we could dip our toes into some real talk <laughs> What's wrong with it's been great honestly but i don't really know you you might be a threat maybe it's better if we just let this be you know what it is What if I were to share specifics? Who's to say I'm not a threat to you? That was my first thought too. And the other thing is, um, I remember on Fear the Walking Dead when Alicia was on the radio and ended up Man, bringing bringing the psycho people and they end up uh, fucking up the boat. Yeah. Yes. So like I'm like, this shit don't always go well. Mm-hmm. So this is a huge leap for for uh for um Eugene to be out here, you know, trying to trust anyone with details. People are dangerous. I'm well aware. And yet, I have a twinge in my belly that says you lean toward the good column of the alignment chart. I do know you. You know what? I will listen to Eugene's podcast. I absolutely would. That's what right? this like, is. It's, it's a shame that they don't have podcasting as epoch because. <laughs> he would be some good podcasting i love to hear his thoughts on the news of the day i feel like he has some very smart views my given name is eugene Herman porter and i propose we continue these convos on the rig with the hopes of building more should me with your approval and or interest of course longest silence in the world She's out. He blew it. Hello, Eugene. I'm a reporter. I like that. I like that very much. 
So, we're in agreement then. We are. But, let's keep this between us for now. I want to trust you. But if I hear anyone else, I'll know I can't. And you won't hear from me again. Okay. Just you and me. Copy that. Over. Now he's been sworn to secrecy. Mm-hmm. I think he's just happy he made a friend. But you know, it was kind of sweet though. It was. You know, like it was just one of those moments where you're like, oh, look at Eugene got a friend. Yeah, because that's all he was really looking for. Yeah. Um, now you know comic book wise that could refer to a lot of different things that uh are coming up but you know uh for like essentially she represents another community in the comic book and it takes a while so who knows how long it would take on the show but it takes a while before you start seeing that um the Mm -hmm. other thing i think about too is uh what happened to maggie's community and Sally Jesse Raphael of Adam Clinton because come on I was like is I thought that community would play a bigger role I thought that was going to possibly even be the Commonwealth and they would play a bigger role in this season and all this type of stuff but they really haven't done much um uh, we haven't seen much from them I thought that would be the Commonwealth but I, it don't yeah. seem like it is mm. so I don't know what's going on with that what correct correct or either because we haven't seen him in a while this actually might be them but they just got so big that he don't even know that he's talking to the people maggie's with right yeah maybe man like well, that we'll would see. be you know it depends that would be a good way to kind of reloop that group back in you mm-hmm. know because it's been years and not really realizing how big that group is or either you know they might have spots all around and he just happened to this is one of the spots that's associated with the group right you know but you but they don't know that well we'll see um alexandria carol wakes up early in the morning gets dressed and ready to go out for the day mm-hmm. opens up a drawer and there's a revolver in it she stares at it we don't see if she takes it or not Mm-mm. she goes to leave she gets some supplies like some food or something for the day and gets ready to leave out the gate daryl's on the porch smoking a, a new port and he says <laughs> yes, hold up he is hold up carol um where you going i want some company she's like i'm going to do another sweep for negan and he's like well i'll come and you can see on her face she's a little bit like ah but okay come on um and so in the woods uh he asked her if um she thinks negan would have crossed the border to the whisperer side and she's like nah and which which explains why they think they can find him because he's mm-hmm. like he ain't the type to put on no mask and she's like and he ain't the type to shut the fuck up either Mm-mm. so he gonna be somewhere around here <laughs> right knowing his personality so then they find a spot and they watch an area hoping to see him and daryl's like well he's not stupid enough to get spotted just walking across a random area this doesn't make sense and you're not dumb enough to think you can find him that way so what are you really doing out here mm-hmm. and carol's like um well you know i'm actually looking for the horde that alpha's part of uh not part of the horde that alpha has stashed with these hundreds of thousands of zombies that they're gonna you know kill uh she would use to overrun the communities with Mm -hmm. which is like her nuclear weapon of the zombie apocalypse and apparently they go and 
gather zombies and then lead them back to the horde is her thinking process and so she's like if we can find where we can find a group of them collecting zombies we can follow them back to where the horde is and then we can destroy that horde before they can use it as a weapon against us right it's like this is how you keep the keep it big by constantly growing and and just piling them piling and piling um and so then uh dr dante is taking care of one older lady named cheryl who's a patient this was hilarious and she's down she has the sick the flu bug or whatever the Mm -hmm. stomach bug and he's flirting with her you know just making jokes about like you know i think you know you got uh butterflies in your stomach that's why you really came to see me you you know she was looking like what yeah he's like and then sadiq comes in and uh he's like he comes in with the baby and that's how things are going dante's like everything's fine i'm just about to get done with uh cheryl here and he and sadiq is like cheryl is everything okay with you too and she was like yeah you know dante over here trying to you know i don't know if everything okay with him and <laughs> and then dante is like oh you know you just want to uh you know you just in love with me or whatever and then she was like son i will break you like a twig <laughs> Oh, it was like i thought we had something mm-hmm. she was like you do not want this gift pussy mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. i will i will knock that mushroom right that mu- uh, mustache right off your face come on uh so then dante mentions there's a couple more cases of the stomach bug going around sadiq says well maybe i should come in and help out and dante's like nah i got it man you know go out there and i was thinking the way he said i got it kind of looked like i know your ptsd and shit is acting up um, yeah yeah i don't want to trigger it and yeah. on top of that you probably need a break mm. yeah i think he's just looking at like you got to get a handle on yourself and you shouldn't be in there in here if you don't have to be correct like he i think dante's trying to help sadiq i he don't is. think there's a a a, a, a bad purpose behind no, it no I, I don't know i don't think it is either i really i truly thought think his thing was like hey you know not but a handful of people i like like this small problem i can handle yeah i thought at first he might have been on some uh some dirty you know doctor type malfeasance mm-hmm. shit, shit but i don't think he is me either um so then uh uh after that uh he also makes some inappropriate jokes he he starts playing with coco's face like look baby and then sadiq's like hey man calm down he's like boundaries he's like okay my bad then damn like uh my fault i i i didn't i I didn't mean to uh to to overstep my bounds with your baby Mm -hmm. he said by the way you know when you go check on rosita let her let her you know i can check her uh later if she wants to come in you know make sure she's on the men kind of hinting towards you know she had the baby and uh you're gonna look at her vagina to see that everything's okay Mm -hmm. and sadiq is like what the fuck man he's like oh boundaries my bad i'm like (laughs) how did you not know that one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he bring, he breaking out of hippo codes right you're such a fucking dude bro doctor man <laughs> um carol um has to has figured out a general area that connects the whisperers past and she thinks she can find where they keep the horde by tracking them and daryl looks at a map and says they won't be able to sneak in without stirring up some shit and daryl asks why she lied to him before and she says um after how she acted when she when they met with alpha she tried to kill alpha and go loose cannon on everybody maybe y'all don't trust me anymore and so you would think i was tripping and he's like look um i nah i got your back and she's like and i believe daryl yeah and she was like well you know you can leave um i got this by myself and he was like nah, nah. 
mm-hmm. what if you spot something and you need someone to track it right and she was like oh i could uh i could track it myself you know and i was like mm. that sounded like she was trying to get him to leave because mm-hmm. she not at this point like you say you believe him when he says he trusts her i don't i i wait now you're shaking your head like you oh 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 i i I, yeah i think he trusts her um i don't think he trusts i don't mean trust like she gonna kill him stab him in the back okay i think he does not trust her judgment okay okay and i think that's his whole point of being out there and it's why he knows she's telling these these lies to him and he's up there like i'm gonna watch you because you going you might go do some more crazy shit you shot and, at alpha and caused you, all types of problems right you had that fucking hallucination yeah. no dose phase right you done told us the bitch got to die right like i gotta i'm out here to watch your ass even though he didn't want to say that yeah and i know you capable of going and just fucking some shit up yeah uh i don't remember so close. oh yeah and so then this thing happens later where uh they are throwing acorns at a can trying to uh knock the empty can off and uh we get into some more questions about their relationship and connie what do we decide to call them durani i can't remember i'm not sure conroe darny something like that it's definitely not your thing Oh, let me get to the Connie part. It's fine. King sends his best. Connie fine too. Now you notice that when he said King sends his best, she did not even really ask for a follow up on Ezekiel. She is so done with Ezekiel. It's crazy. Cause it's not like they ended on some bad note. She mm-hmm. just was like, fuck him. I'm out. This is all a fantasy. It's not real to me. I'm gone. Yeah, it's trying to protect her heart. Wow. I do. I still do think she cares, though. Mm. Meanwhile, he got thyroid cancer and shit. What? You see things? It's not like that. No. Not at all. Why not? Aren't that many people left to find out there these days? Much less good ones like her. Yeah, I know. Well, then why not? What's the matter? Because it does. You don't have to be alone. Years past, Daryl. You can't hide out with her dog forever. It's interesting, too, that she's given somewhat relationship advice as a woman that just decided she can't be happy and she is gonna hide out from ezekiel yeah. and she was gonna go out in that boat and just chill you know it's kind of that steve harvey thing where like do as i say not as i do but she's not practicing this herself oh no 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 just interesting no because ezekiel <laughs> had to fight to get her anyway because she was like get away from me right see your aim's better already i'm hungry you have food yeah i'll get it he tries to go in a bag to get the food she is very like standoffish of the, about the bag right which don't nothing, do nothing but raise his suspicion and he's looking in the bag over her shoulder as she's looking for the food and she gives him some bread thanks mm-hmm. 
that oh and then this is when he spots the whisperer so we can go to the next segment but yeah um that was kind of interesting the stuff about connie because you know we all trying to get them together mm-hmm. and it's it's like daryl doesn't see it that way i don't know it's like is daryl asexual or something like how is he not into connie or says it's not even close to like that because i'm like that y'all clearly got the googly eyes when y'all see each other <laughs> right and i think he just might be in just denial like nah we cool like you know mm. like 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 we cool like but now it's not funny you don't learn sound language for just anybody right like even in the because ain't nobody else learn that shit Mm-mm. you don't see nobody else coming up the hilltop see, with the sign language except daryl you don't see nobody else with a sign language book in their back pocket mm. yeah that's a good point karen like this nigga in denial ice I, I, cold I, that's what it is it got to be um and so then sadiq goes to rosita's house to grab some clothes for coco but she's on the couch he's like i told you you supposed to get bed rest she's like i came down from the bed to the couch i was gonna go back but i was feeling worse and now i can't make it back and he was like well it's okay um now instead of getting some clothes for coco i'm going to the infirmary with you and she was like no don't do that don't go to the infirmary i'm fine and he was like Nah, nah i think you need to go ahead and go to the infirmary right. this is serious like but just high like this is not good and you the mother hit the child right um and uh he's like you know you could have told gabe to come get me she's like well gabe bro uh and he's like well i'll take you then and so they go to the infirmary um carol and daryl are waiting are watching the whispers gather up zombies to join the horde daryl realizes she wants to cross the border finally he's like wait a minute wait a fucking minute this is why this is why you came out here you know we can't find the horde the horde ain't gonna be on this side of the border nope two you know in order to do it we gotta cross the border and if we crossing the border this shit is gonna come back on everybody it's gonna mess up if we mess up everyone has to pay for it um and she's like yeah um we already paying for it so we might as well cross the border she's like we we keep paying no matter what side of the line we're on and i said that's actually a valid fucking point because it's not like shit is going all good they pushing trees over they fucking got juice zombie juice in the water Mm -hmm. they took the hunting grounds like they're starving them out no matter what they do it's just they're not using the traditional tactics that in the other in the past that other people have just taken them straight out straight Mm -hmm. on and start killing people nah they're just slowly trying to dissolve their their civilization Mm mm-hmm so um yeah it's like you don't want us to cross on your border but you forever crossing over here though right like how else are y'all free range but yeah how else are y'all watching us right y'all not staying on your side you know everything we doing like so um yeah it's like um uh he also says if they go it's got to be just them two and he wants to make sure she's not trying to take another shot at alpha because we know how carol is because he thinks you know did you just do all this shit so you could get that gun and go looking for alpha and kill her and she said she had to pee and he went through her bag and he couldn't find the gun and she saw him go through the bag because she came back and said you find what you was looking for and i said damn that's like when you go through your mama purse they purse sense go off they just know you doing something and you know with with these two is is interesting because they both had a good point i understand mm-hmm. her perspective but i understand his perspective too is like hey if we do this we need a team it like we need a a collective group of people because mm-hmm. me and you ain't gonna cut it because if we fuck around and get called to some shit nobody even knows we're fucking out here right now right 
um and then the other part too was um he, he was like did you bring the gun she said no i don't have any more ammo and he was like you can always get ammo from the storage room so did you bring the gun she was like you want to frisk me and he was like no no it's fine and she was like so either he was like we go we go by ourselves and she was like either we're enough or we're not he said all right let's do it a a plan this stupid it might as well be us and then they go ahead and go uh across the river and also i think that daryl learned before uh when him and tara i think it was him and tara went full guns to blazing before with nigga and them and fucked shit up and ended up uh making the situation worse by i think they like drove a truck into the building and like all them people died so he was like hey i know how it feels to go ahead and first with no plan and shit like like you literally everybody else around you suffer in some way shape like you literally make it worse. like their thing is kind of like michonne says we we have a plan i don't trust this bitch either don't think that we're not strategically trying to do something just because we're not doing it right now well also they have that horde so there's this big threat of all these zombies they got and if they don't find out where it is they have literally just made shit worse for them because if they know you crossed over into that territory and then they they go okay well because they know every other time you done crossed over and they go okay we warned you we tried to work with you we send in the horde or we gonna you know we gonna cut off some more of your land or we gonna kill somebody something like that yeah, so, um, so i do understand her point too since you bought that up it's like hey either way they're gonna be they're gonna fuck with us either way so we might we we yeah. need to do something well it kind of reminds me of the saviors because what happened was they kept pushing it until rick was moved into action you know like they was they was like if rick won't fight back all of us will fight back individually rosita michonne daryl like everyone was taking their shots on their own like well fuck it then you don't want to do nothing i we i don't need to wait on you rick and then it moved rick to be like okay we'll fight back let's but we got to do it the right way um so then sadiq and rosita make it to the infirmary and it's full of people you know ain't like he had a page or anything they call him or nothing right it's good choose Dante. Go ahead and grab a seat wherever. I'll be with you in a sec. Dante? What the hell is going on? Hey, guys. I, I, I think the illness is spreading faster than we thought. I, I didn't want to bother that you. That is not a decision you get to make. Damn it, man. This is why I said I shouldn't leave. It's, it's, just, it's trying to help. Start crushing herbs. Ginger and mint for the nausea and oil of oregano and yarrow for the fever. This is only going to get worse if we're not ahead of it. So, do you think that's supposed to be part of the, like, mental stuff he's dealing the challenges he's dealing with from the PTSD of watching all those people die? And that's why, because I don't think we've ever seen Sadiq mad. Ever. Not like this. Yeah, yeah, I I do. I feel like this. And I think with Sadiq, his thing is i'm a doctor doctor and it's not and it's not the fact that dante don't know how to do it but he was like you what i do i actually know a little bit more than you and mm. if you've seen this getting to the point where you couldn't handle it you should have come and got me before well, i can't even point. remember i don't remember if sadiq is a trained doctor though i thought he was like 
oh he might not i don't be. think he was when we first met him in the woods with uh carl i don't think he's a trained doctor but but he, even if not though but but he feels clearly dante needed help there's yeah. fucking 20 people in there yeah i think that was his thing his thing was like not trying to be funny you could do you could have ran up the street and got me because i'm pretty sure they within walking distance mm-hmm. and be like hey dog like I, I actually need your help and i think that was his thing like i said he was like i don't want to see anybody else die all these people sick and i don't want their deaths on my hands yeah i think something about the anger of it yeah struck a it little just, differently it just didn't feel like i don't know it felt more urgent or more something than than this typical stuff because he was mad as fuck like like i was uh, like it scared me a little bit i was sitting on the couch like damn sadiq is everything okay um yeah rosita had to calm him down but i but i think that 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 burst of anger was like you should have came and got me right like, i understand that i'm dealing with shit but i still need to do my job right um so then carol and daryl crossing the office territory they daryl basically says listen if we get split up anything happens we come back to this spot and meet up at the edge of the river or whatever and she's like okay cool, no problem um and so uh they do get split up and he gives her the sign hey because there's like walkers around there's uh whispers among them and he's like hey let's head back and regroup because we're too close and she waves off like no um and so then he uh she makes a she steps on like a loud ass twig and it brings all the zombies to them Mm -hmm. uh which obviously convenient zombie shit guys Con- Come on. convenient twigging that's the yeah. loudest fucking twig that twig was like oh i'm yeah. i'm hit that shit broke in <laughs> dolby surround sound i was like god damn that's yeah. a loud ass yeah. twig i'm dying i can't help it i'm a twig <laughs> that twig said a bitch stepped on me oh, oh yeah. <laughs> twig was loud as shit <laughs> it was. and so then um uh what when this happens zombies start walking towards them and the whispers are among them and i never really thought about this it's obviously brilliant they've done it a few times before but you know it's brilliant that they use the zombies like hounds almost like dogs that sniff out the people it's like we turn around we know people are hiding over here the do- the zombies will fucking like catch them and, and eat them right, and shit. Cause you don't smell like them so they, right. they're able to sniff you out but daryl outsmarts them because he grabs a zombie up cuts his guts covers himself in guts because daryl don't mind being dirty Mm-mm. and uh and then um the zombies basically walk by him uh because they can't smell him no more and the whispers give up and like over here and walk the di- walk a different way so he doesn't get caught yeah and also that shit was actually really really scary i'm not even gonna lie um and it was also one of the things that i really do enjoy about the show is that they always find a a a new way a new twist a new turn to add a fear element in there Mm -hmm. you know because you could hear basically them talking like we know you're here somewhere and we will find you. well also they're just in a different situation than normal you can't kill them right right because if you kill them you're basically leaving evidence then they're gonna know you went over your side on that side of the border mm-hmm. um and you can't let them see you you can't fight them like right so they were like it was like a stealth mission and it almost got ruined by carol and that twig and the fact she wouldn't just fucking split up and head back right and Dale was right on that because his thing was hey we are actually too close to this fucking group like we yeah we this is far enough because the thing is Dale tracks for a living he tracks animals and all that shit so 
he would know better than her that they're too fucking close and then they will be spotted and that's the thing carol is actually not stable Mm-mm. like she wants revenge so bad her dick is hard she likes scotty at the end of new jack city come on you know? um and so he uh you know this to me this is a big like oh carol's not carol's just full of shit yeah like, but you can't trust carol anymore right because if they would have been on the same page she'd be like okay and and maybe if it would have been something where she walked backwards and hit the twig i'd be like oh okay she didn't mean to do that well what bothers me is she's lying to daryl daryl's like her raw dog like that's he might as well be her son or her brother or something lying to daryl to me means carol is completely off of the 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 script correct um so then sadiq watches over cheryl the older lady and she's like why you look so sad and he's like i'm just worried you know and she you know concerned and she's like you know one of the most sassy dames who's like i'm fine with dying baby i done lived a long time but at least i'm in the bed yeah most people don't die in a hundred on a thousand thread count soft seats Mm-mm. i don't know uh and then in a pillow mostly but dying in the dirt <laughs> dante comes back in to like put something up and sadiq apologizes but dante's like don't worry about it uh you know you're right we're trying to fight these diseases with like pre-medieval technology and shit and you know i i i messed up i should have came and got you and we'll figure it out and i'm like dante's so fucking understanding what's the other shoe in him i don't know like is he gonna be we gonna find out he trying to keep slaves like smart (laughs) (laughs) i hope not i i hope like this is i hope that he truly is trying to be understanding because he knows how it is when he snapped maybe he's just there to replace sadiq when something goes wrong because and something might happen he's too to, good he's something too might good happen to sadiq yeah so then uh sadiq goes to take care of coco and he has a pts nightmare ptsd nightmare and when he wakes up he's standing outside by the with coco still in his hands by the windmill mm-hmm i don't know what the fuck that was Mm-mm. but it didn't seem like it was all a dream it seemed real that he really took his baby out there and he doesn't have he blacked out and doesn't remember anything and if that's the case dude what the fuck you can't be the doctor no you can't be like you're not okay you know so i don't know if that's like i said with the whole ptsd storyline i don't know what's real and what's not because i've never dealt with that so i can't speak to the authenticity of the storyline but yeah if, this shit is like rolling the dice yeah and if that's the case you need to teach dante everything you know because you are not going to be capable to continue to do it to the best of your ability and the end carol and and daryl's adventure in the woods carol has captured a whisperer mm-hmm. which is probably her plan the whole time the hell is it he saw me we can take it back see what he knows maybe it's a good thing did you plan this no she has zip ties for this motherfucker's hands y'all but she didn't plan for this but she didn't plan for this y'all they're looking like the fuck is this daryl looked at that immediately was like now where the fuck you get zip ties from if if you didn't plan this like your whole plan was to go over here kidnap one of them torture them find out where that horde is and information about they camp Mm-hmm. and you know these people are fucking crazy right i thought you probably not gonna everybody ain't lydia you ain't gonna get the information out and they not gonna turn what's this 
It wasn't in your bag. I guess you missed it. Mm-mm. I don't have time to argue. It's done. Mm-mm. She had that on person. Now, she's right that they don't have time to argue. But the other thing I kept thinking was, did you miss the gun, too? Like, she, she kept that on person too if she got it and with the whole you know you can frisk me bluff that she pulled on him she called his bluff like well then frisk me then if you think i'm out here you know yeah, she know he wouldn't right and she knew that he wouldn't which made to me was kind of scary because it's like oh carol knows she's playing daryl now and she don't give a fuck she don't have no guilt about it yeah because she's like i'm tired of them they got to go nobody's doing anything i'm gonna do it but you can't turn your biggest ally against you because when he turns it's not gonna be good you know what she reminded me of the most right here in this scene um and it's an old show that you know i don't know if people watch this and watch both of them um she reminded me she reminds me so much this season of jack bauer uh oh yes yeah. right yeah that, like that, she that got that sense. she got that jack bauer old white man i don't sense. give a fuck vibe of like and i know these motherfuckers is dirty and, and don't I know, nobody believe me right and, and so you I'm walking just, around believe me believe me they're like you making shit up jack like she's jack bauer busting in somebody's hotel room that's undercover as a terrorist that nobody knows is a terrorist and he beat your ass tie you up pull out the the the, the cord from the from the lamp and, and put some water put your feet in water and start electrocuting torturing your ass and everybody be like jack this is not sanctioned what are you doing god damn it put put a put an apb out for jack power i want him dead or alive <laughs> and he's like this is the only way we're gonna find a terrorist and then he turned out to be right it's like because they're not like after the dude's like i'm just a computer programmer and then like 30 minutes in he's like i hate america death to america yes i did program the bomb we got a we got a nuclear bomb plan to go off at the white house in 30 seconds ah, ha, 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 jack bauer you beat me up and you figured it out <laughs> right that's that, that's what's happening you know what uh she 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 did the same thing jack did she shook drugs in 24 hours yes she did you remember how he was on drugs and he shook that shit off he took a nap and woke up and was like, I'm off drugs. Ooh, I'm drugs for y'all. I'm off this heroin. I never sniff him again. What the, the fuck is this? Through, through the pure, pure power of whiteness. You I shall never touch a, a bit of heroin again. I shall never touch it. Oh, man. Uh, last, I love that goddamn show. I don't care what nobody say. Oh, man. It was so problematic. Yes, it was. Um, Negan is the last segment. Negan is being escorted, blindfolded by the whisperers and i won't lie i was getting my entire life honestly fellas old ladies kind of hard to tell underneath the outfits <laughs> i want to join all right i am a joiner get me a damn application already he just been talking guys all right cool ass outfits the whole back to nature paleo vibe you are a survivalist wet dream not to mention the number one selling point no more being eaten by the dead out of curiosity because it's killing me what do you got going on down low are you flying around commando style or you got like <laughs> he can always take it to some dicks <laughs> he can't commando style he can always take it to some balls and some dicks man oh my god the other thing too is like he's blindfolded he don't he could be surrounded by zombies right fucking now 
and you wouldn't know he don't care and they whole thing is they whisperers they don't talk this nigga whisperers is, he's doing a whole ass stand-up routine oh jeffrey he was Morgan. like i am talking they were like we are whisper it's in the name the, right. the, 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 what we do is in the title he's so and he's like what y'all doing around here anybody got draws on he's so good at building up this tension oh. long john's with a laugh beta puts knives to his throat Tits there, Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> Constant noise. I should just slit your throat. Be done with it. Okay. You know what? You're right, big man. I am sorry. I never properly introduced myself. Hey, I'm Negan. <laughs> For the last eight years, I have been locked up by your enemy so you take me to your leader and i will spill every goddamn secret i know beta takes his blindfold off and puts it in his mouth as a as a gag instead of a blindfold like, it's like you can see where we live but shut the fuck up you just talk too much <laughs> it's so good man it reminds me of like looney tunes or whatever it was when uh they had the one dog that was spike and the other dog that was japping all the time like yes. it felt like like beta was spike he just wanted to go around and be tough and the other dog was like just yapping and that's negan oh my god comedy um, he's like i don't give a fuck um and so then beta brings negan to uh to meet alpha oh by the way i love this art direction of um the the the, the sticks and the twigs and the branches they built to some type of makeshift structure in the background and with her walking out i just love the way she walks she walks so creepy it's like watching a snake crawl but with feet he cannot be trusted dispose of him now it's funny right because beta didn't kill negan but beta was the one who found him first and he could have just killed him right away mm-hmm. and he still bows to alpha's authority even though he's been griping against alpha for psh, i don't know forever and he knows right. lydia is alive like he could turn at any point at if he any chose point to. he clearly loves alpha test him and i don't even think it's a sexual way like right he's worthy i don't hear him not then i kill him your brother falls it is a mistake showing him our ways your questioning of my judgment has become a regular occurrence he is a threat to alpha or to beta now see that that was some mastermind shit right there some reverse psychology because she's like are you worried about your place in the hive you think i'm gonna make him my second in command is that what you worried about uh or are you really worried about me i think only of our people 
beta to become the alpha now we know what that means and they community you challenge the leader to death and if you kill him you become the leader mm-hmm. and we saw that challenge last season uh two of them it people went at him didn't, well. didn't work well for them people Mm-mm. uh but also i have no doubt in my mind beta could kill alpha in a second oh yeah if he if he if he chose to but well, i think that she knows he won't bingo like whatever psychological grip she has on this dude it's tight she knows that the line for him is he will be loyal to her over everything Mm -hmm. instead he he kneels on the ground to her yeah negan sees that yeah he makes he makes all types of mental notes yep and he says never Negan starts smiling. So later in the woods, they mm-hmm. they have a little conversation. Um, after that, um, Negan go since he's seen some, you know, he got some jokes. It's joke time. How long have you and the boss lady been together? It's just like a beta with benefit situation. You slide her little omega on the side. Little <laughs> right, omega on the side. <laughs> what's wrong with him i have no idea he can't help himself no he he, he was like it is joke time it it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of this shit may have been improv he's obviously bugs bunny and i just don't i don't think people appreciate how hard it is to do what he's doing as an actor and as with this character because in the comic book negan is so loud and boisterous and threatening not funny at all big he's a big strong dude with this bat and shit all the time Mm -hmm. and jeffrey dean morgan has not played the character in that way it's not that he hasn't fought and got physical charisma but yeah it's, it's it's something about like the fact that he's among these crazy motherfuckers still cracking jokes a mile a minute you like dog this dude is seven feet tall he will kill you oh my god all right and do you where you stand i didn't mean to offend you you know you keep things professional i respect that i think i was just thrown off by the whole kneeling thing not that there's anything wrong with the whole kneeling thing I mean, that has tickled the dicks of many a fine man over the years. Me and myself, I used to have people kneeling for me all the live long day, so I do understand the benefits that sort of shit provides. Just actually never done the deed myself. And I admire your self-restraint, and I'm saying this totally respectfully, but there's something about that whole bald head thing that just tightens my britches. <laughs> not tight my britches i keep waiting i i spent the whole fucking episode waiting for vader to slap the shit out of this dude (laughs) oh my god what a asshole (laughs) he's talking about they cult leader like you know what i'm saying i like to get some of that you know what i'm saying i'm saying somebody that bald head that little sinead o'connor action you know what i'm saying i love to put some drop some loads on that bald head if you know what i mean Uh, Vader's uh, like motherfucker. If this wasn't my job, I would I would I just kill you. I am on the clock. So uh then Beta test him. I won't play this because it's a montage. But mm-hmm. he basically makes dig- Negan dig holes and they peel Walker flesh and get Walker bodies and lay them down. And then he gives Negan a knife and someone shoots a pig with an arrow. And Negan has to shank the pig to death. 
um and uh in the hole that negan dug which he kept making him dig deeper and deeper they put the pig in there with some hot stones and they're basically having them an old-fashioned uh pig roasting under the ground mm-hmm. yeah a lot situation of, a lot of people do that and, they, and um um they do that with a lot of animals a lot of people use like uh big leaves over it if they mm-hmm. don't completely fill it up fill it up with dirt and i know when, when i was in jamaica you could see it up in the mountains you see big house of smoke kind of going up all around the mountain you know the thing i kept wondering though is because well however they smoked that pig i wonder if they did it underground so the smell won't go around or whatever you know they didn't mm-hmm. show the complete way they covered yeah. it but i've seen that on like food channel and stuff mm-hmm. before too oh and also the whole time beta is actually watching negan to see if he flinches to see mm-hmm. it to see how he was responds and negan is like just ain't nothing he following orders like a perfect soldier yes he is and so then finally it comes time to eat and uh beta is like Mm-mm, i'm not with this Porter, he was a bastard to take down like i said this is exactly the kind of badass shit i will do for my new family only those who have earned the right to walk among us may eat all right big man I helped kill and cook the damn pig. Come on, man. All right. At the very least, I deserve a piece of bacon. He pushes Negan down. And I think the whole point of this is to see, because Alpha comes out of the background to watch this. Mm -hmm. And I think the whole point is to see if Negan will then step up to try to, like, fight Beta or whatever and prove that he can't be loyal and that he can't deal with you know not having an ego right. and negan peep, peeps the game right away and plays coy like he was gonna start to get up to fight dude when he sees alpha he's just like whatever whatever you say boss beta's mad because he thought negan he's gonna get a chance to kill him mm-hmm. and negan goes to sit next to another whisperer who's eating some some pig and dude slides negan a little bit of pig on the low and beta sees this mm-hmm. and this matters later i didn't peep it the first time i saw this Mm-mm. but uh yeah it, it, it comes back um so uh after after uh the the whisperer gave him some food um beta takes um negan out to the woods and i don't i guess this is another part of the The test test, yeah but uh he doesn't do the test as it seems to be originally planned Mm, he he improvised on the remix okay he put the remix on him we're gonna do this test a little differently and this is the detail i noticed the second time i watched it um the 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 people that went with negan it was negan a bunch of walkers and the sorry the whisperer who fed negan Mm -hmm. and beta okay that's important to note because beta beta saw him feed negan jiving and you know to be honest with you i totally understand the position here and you gotta be like a tough guy and keep everybody in line and hell you know i had guys just like you to keep my shit tight 
I may be not just like you. I don't find I'm some monster your size. Things would have turned out different. Look, whether you like me or not, I will be joining this team. So maybe we should find a way to get along, you know? Stop pissing on each other's roof. You will never be one of us. This was, this felt like when somebody's like, somebody's mama's dating a, a man and tells the son, like, listen, you can stop. I know you don't want me. I'm going to treat your mama nice, I promise. But one way or another, I'm going to be dating your mama. So you need to go ahead and get over it. And relax so we can be friends. And Beta said, You are not my daddy. Mm-hmm. You're too loud, too weak, too full of ego. I mean, it ain't ego if I really am that awesome. You are a waste. Alpha. Let's see it. So cards on the table then. Cool, I dig that. See, I'm not here for you. I am here for Alpha. So you go ahead and you throw your little test at me, you scowl and throw me on the ground like a five and down Frankenstein. I don't give a shit. See, big man. I ain't going anywhere. Finally, something we can both agree on. You won't be going anywhere. And he stabs the whisperer in the neck that gave Negan the fucking bacon. Mm-hmm. Oh, <clears throat> this nigga's diabolical. That was the whole purpose of him asking him to come out there in the first place. Right, and so now it's Negan surrounded by walkers they smell that fresh blood and and of course uh he can just walk a beta can walk off because he's you know got his walker shit on so Negan's stuck wait a minute you just make a goddamn joke <laughs> i would be impressed i wasn't so pissed off right now he stabs a walker with a knife the knife breaks I don't know why Negan got such bad luck with knives. Come on. Like, his knives are just not his thing. Uh, maybe the, and there was a knife that Beta gave him. So maybe Beta knew the knife would break. I don't know how far the setup goes. Um, <clears throat> so then after that, Beta gets back to, um, camp and he basically tells Alpha, like, look, Negan was weak. Like I told you he was. He didn't make it. He didn't make it. Uh, he didn't pass the test. Now Mm-mm. maybe you can start listening to me and, you know, stop fucking, you know, bullshitting, bullshitting all the time. Okay. I tried to tell you that the dig ain't shit and <clears throat> look at you now. Uh, and that was, you know, I'm like, that's the whole plan. <clears throat> Some time has passed, and now the sun's up. He was weak. <clears throat> I expected more. You must serve us better as one of the dead. I'm ready for my goddamn skin suit. <laughs> ready for my goddamn skin suit. He got the bat and everything. Oh. oh. Oh, and you know what? I bet you the bat was probably in that thing that dude had on his back. It must have been. Mm-hmm. It must have been best bring that extra long tape measure on account of my humongous balls. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I sure as hell know who you are. Why is he looking at her like a snack, though? (laughs) (laughs) You come here often? I'm Negan. What's your sign? I'm pretty sure it's Zombie. What your name is? Who you be with? Whether my reputation precedes me or not. Hey, Nils. Oh, it's not a bat. It's a stick. Okay. It's just like a bat. I'm all in. Whatever you want. Whatever I got. It's yours. She leans in all close to his face. She's in that blood and shit. I thought she was going to kiss him or some shit. She's so fucking weird. Who knows? put her hand on his chin by the way the music musical cues are excellent here and then she put her finger up to her mouth like Shh. and he just was smiling oh my god mm-hmm. oh my that was a perfect ending it was it really was oh, oh my god he done infiltrated the carter um so yeah man that was uh that was what it ended on um i really felt like the negan stuff carried the episode and i was completely fine with that because this is the kind of shit i've been waiting on yes uh, <laughs> the joke let that nigga shine like 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 this is his wheelhouse and it wouldn't surprise me if they do clips where he improv some of that you know i know they have some stuff written mm-hmm. but you know he's probably he's such a funny dude that some of that shit was kind of off the dome well this is why you get jeffrey dean morgan right Correct. like this is why you pay him the big bucks is for moments like this where he just comes in and crushes the buildings um and then just the fact that he like when he just walks out of the woods and he's just like where's my goddamn skin suit or whatever you just like oh like it should feel like when a wwe wrestler comes Comes out out of the corner yeah it's just like is that nigga's music like he doing it oh it's so good man um so uh what are you looking forward to next week uh to see where this goes and also to see uh what's up with uh carol and daryl uh and it's gonna be interesting i have one question that was on my mind this entire fucking episode Karen. What? this entire fucking episode i it's the only question i care about next week where the fuck is aaron yeah what is aaron he know the zombie guts is in the water everybody is sick what the fuck happened to aaron i have no idea like did 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 did, did, did they set him up did is that what alpha sent gamma to do like where the fuck is aaron people people dying and, and he's not even worried about it we really could use his inside knowledge to not drink the water right now come on hey boil the water before drinking it it's the water what the it's fuck the water this nigga is just I, w- I every scene they showed of alexandra people sick i kept being like so is this when aaron shows up to be like hey guys don't drink the water it's like nope more people sick and more people sick where the fuck is this dude <clears throat> all right it's like the people fucking uh, it's like the uh, oil company dumping oil in the water and he and his job is to actually be like hey don't do that he's like yeah i don't know what we'll see next week i'm kind of thinking one of these two episodes has to be because like two episodes left for the break two right? episodes left for the break one of these two episodes probably has to be michonne's exit from the show mm, right, so we're probably gonna get something with oceanside 
at some point oh so she's not gonna be the second half of the season i don't know that i'm just saying oh, okay. I'm, I'm just guessing okay. these are all guesses i don't know ah, i don't have any in, inside okay. information but it feels like one of these two episodes gotta be about what it, what the fuck's gonna happen with luke and michonne and mm-hmm. uh judith um so i'm like if it's not next week then it might be the week after so are we wrapping up the storylines here in alexandria and shit uh hilltop and all that stuff i want to know what's gonna happen with um with uh some of the people we didn't spend time with right this week so um yeah whatever the fuck is up with aaron uh all right let's get to our feedback uh aman says hey y'all this episode was really entertaining but the entire time i was asking myself where the hell is aaron yes <laughs> you and me too everybody bro. was asking that question apparently we was both asking the same damn question i, th- I must have typed that shit a hundred times while i was live tweeting like what the fuck is aaron <laughs> They got all the answers and just somewhere taking a nap. Why hasn't he rushed back with the very important information that the whispers are tainting the water supply? Y'all definitely caught that last episode. All the stuff that with Negan was great. He definitely too chatty to be a whisperer. Laughing emoji. This is gonna be fun. It's like how my husband and I probably die if I was in the movie A Quiet Place. <laughs> He's right. I'm a loud talker. Yo, he was talking so loud with them zombies right next to him. Yes, he was. Poor Sadiq. I wonder how the show is going to allow him to heal. Or is this a foreshadowing of a greater danger he's going to be put put the group in? Mm-hmm. Man, I, it's not going to be good. I don't know what's up. Some people keep speculating that Sadiq is like a spy or something or that, I, but I don't think the show would be that melodramatic and simple. No, I, I don't think he is. I think he just really is just hard on him. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh my God, Eugene. He obviously never watched Catfish or The Catch a Predator. Well, in this universe, they probably didn't have that before the Z Pocket. Mm-hmm. When the lady first answered, I was like, "Oh, great, another lady for him to dump all his emotional romantic hopes on." Well, you never know. Listen, let me tell you something, okay? The woman on the other side of that CB, we don't know what she looked like, how what, how she gets down. She might have been out there ready to risk it all for Eugene. Look, looking for love too. Everybody got somebody out there. You somebody's goals, okay? You might be down on yourself. You somebody's goal. You might not, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I'm somebody's goal. You might not be, uh, you know, Rosita's ideal man, but it might be another chick out there being like, I'm looking for a homely mullet looking man. Okay. Come on. Don't let lonely people man, man the communication hub. <laughs> Nabila was smart <laughs> to go. Yeah, well, Nabila had to go because I feel like Eugene so lonely. He would have hollered. Mm. All those. Like, I got 50 them kids that killed. Mm hmm would you like to have another uh youngling running around Mm-mm. uh all all the those long pauses was probably her strategy with her group on how to trick him shaking my head yeah we're so jaded at this point because it's been nine seasons and you can't trust nobody so now we're like a new group it was like what if there's a new group that has earnest people in it like our group uh can't wait to hear y'all have what y'all have to say about this episode love y'all of mine thank you yeah um but yeah i hope it's not a trap or whatever Mm, i hope not yeah if it's anything like the comics it won't be so Mm -mm. uh although we all know anytime you bring a new community in we're all just waiting for the fucking the other drop aren't we it's always some shit (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's like wow this community is really great i i don't know what i was thinking this is nice i would love to live here and then as soon as you move in they be like oh this is a nice apartment y'all got air conditioning Woo! this is beautiful man i i can't wait to go to work well yeah and uh every thursday is when we eat the children so we'll see you thursday for children eating supper like what (laughs) what no no i I, i'm not cool with that i did not sign up for this 
anyway sunday slavery day uh so <laughs> welcome to welcome to miss smart's community oh no yeah. or even worse you'd be like and every every friday we eat arby's no not arby's oh god just kill me now and wednesday is mimosa day just so you know i'll just walk back out into the zombie apocalypse then <laughs> i'll i'll bottle the wines 50 percent off those are bad days everybody loves mimosa day yeah there gotta be a good day in there okay to trick the people that's true it's like ooh, mimosa wednesdays come on that- and arby's thursdays no yeah, how how's you gonna do to, to make it to slavery sunday it's like when rick and morty and them found that planet and everything was on the cob it was like yes <laughs> birds on the cob everything's on the cob um hello rod and karen's from sct uh jeffrey dean morgan is a great actor as funny and entertaining as he was in this episode i just kept thinking about how scared i used to be of negan like honestly scared and i still see some of that fierceness in him and he'll definitely use it when need be yeah yeah i agree with everything you just said there mm-hmm. like just don't let the funny fool you he was always funny yeah he was always he was funny bashing glenn's head and then we was like this that nigga ain't that funny no unless you was me no i was on the couch cackling because that shit was hilarious i was not cackling Ooh, taking it like a champ mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so good his eye popped out every day oh I now just... now looking back i can laugh but oh. if you'd have been in the house you'd have thought roger team won and my team lost it was like the opposite ends of the spectrum oh there aren't many shows that give me a night like that man oh what a night hot take i bet beta is gone before the end of the year i don't know anything about the comics but he's just too threatened by everyone around him to last he was definitely sunned by alpha gamma is on his on his neck ready to take his place and negan is ready to swing a bat at anyone left yeah the thing about beta i worry is i think beta is actually a scarier leader of that group Mm -hmm. but his loyalty to alpha is his weakness right and alpha's alpha's weakness is really that she's a bit soft because of her motherhood and because they have lydia right and she takes things a little slower even though she's just as evil she Um, really is beta's like evil without all that cunning and shit he's just like let's just go kill some motherfuckers and that scares me because that's a we saw him get thrown down an elevator shaft and get up and walk away like it was the fucking terminator t1000 yeah another hot take rosita should have died five years ago after all this time i I honest to god do not understand why she's still alive please let her die she serves no real purpose anymore uh let me think about rosita i I have wished for her death many a time but i don't know i kind of like rosita now but me too this sickness shit and the storyline with her with them specifically mentioning more that she's the one who's sick yeah i think I it feel like she gonna she die not make it something gonna happen to her mm-hmm. but who do y'all think another baby without no parent man Ooh. all right but who do y'all think is the spy it might be aaron so you're sure it's a spy i'm not sure i don't think it's a spy i i really do think that they just keep going out there and, and roaming around and looking and peeking around corners and shit yeah i don't think they have a spy Mm-mm. um although i mean shit it's not that far off that well see i don't know where would the spot be from and what group because they've been team no new friends for so long i don't know if they have a spy anyway it'll be interesting to see if that's the angle they play it might be aaron where was his ass when everyone was getting sick right and i think sadiq might give aaron away some way somehow the commercials and previews are focusing on these two characters too much to not be important 
um anyway thank you for reading my feedback look forward to this week's episode yeah i don't think they have a traitor I, I i know people used to think this about enid as well now nah, i did think that about her yeah i just don't think there's a traitor and i don't think this show does that so i mean when they do i'll be surprised but aaron's been there too long and too loyal and he's so angry about everything i just don't see him being uh on the whisperer side somehow like mm. i don't see him putting on a skin mask and living in the dirty ass woods with them Mm-mm. um let's see karina writes in rod and karen i couldn't figure out where to leave this random comment so here's his email apparently oh, wow. jerry and nabila's kids are named ezra Aaliyah, and baby miriam now we know what to call them lol thanks for holding down these walking dead podcast three kareen ak2 guitars i'm gonna be real i ain't I'm gonna not, remember this i'd say i'm not gonna remember Mm-mm. i'm gonna be calling them chaps and they kids and shit like that within mm-hmm. five minutes yeah the, these kids are like the kids on fear you look up it's two next time you look up it's eight next time you look up it's three it's like okay these numbers keep changing if you want me to remember how many uh the name of the kids give them some speaking lines yeah ain't none of them spoke yet they need more speaking lines i know judith yeah you know i know rj yeah give them speaking lines uh ken says rod and karen uh i'm sliding in with, with like eddie kane this week hope i'm not too late <laughs> i really enjoyed this week's episode here are a few of my thoughts one negan has managed to turn beta from a menacing figure to a jealousy as a jealous ass hater with a quickness too is it me or is beta looking like a straight up sucker he is now but it's hard for anybody that tall and strong to look like, like a sucker, sucker for long right? i just kept expecting this nigga to slap the shit out of negan real quick yeah because the thing with uh beta too is that i think beta sees negan's influence and mm. i think when when uh i don't know if it's a male or female but when the 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 uh whisperer had, had gave negan that bacon he mm. was like okay they feel some sort of way towards him like more than just that one person mm-hmm. you know because his thing is he don't want anything to come and infiltrate the group oh by the way cheryl's definitely dead next week that old lady oh yeah she did no way she alive she was way too comfortable with the idea of dying we never seen this one before she never had no line and guess what and 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 in uh 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 2019 you get to a certain age that common flu will take you out right what if she dies turns into a zombie and then bites rosita Oh, you see what i'm saying like anything rosita too sick to actually properly fight her right yeah uh speaking of haters everyone is getting sick from the damn water while a.a ron is out nowhere to be found <laughs> you done messed up a.a ron i think a.a ron is new henry yeah so we got that badass mace hand uh i got a shirt that says you done messed up a.a ron somewhere three finally can someone please find eugene some female companionship his desperation is about to get someone killed yeah he broke down at the end and told his whole name although i'm like in a world without the internet and phone books like it don't matter what is real he could be making that up too how can i look you up right uh lastly kim doc writes in rod and karen negan is so loud ah, ha, 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 ha. Why is he so loud? i had this feeling that the zombies were gonna turn on his ass and get to biting every time he went into a diatribe walking next to beta like nigga they whisper for a reason <laughs> i thought this his i thought his scenes were pretty good this episode i haven't read the comics so i don't know if he was he's with the whispers for good i kind of want him to return to our group but they deserve a double cross from him seeing the way things are going down was it just me or did they sacrifice a lot of guardians to battle test negan for joining their group i thought beta wasn't a fan of that me too that is another thing i noticed was mm-hmm. and i i guess maybe this is the 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 
the way of the group or whatever the fuck but that and then skinning some of the guardians um and i guess those are the ones they had to sacrifice for uh their costumes and shit so right this is interesting that water downstream is hella tainted ha ha remember that d'angelo from the wire yelling tainted meat when the terminus idiots ate his leg oh my god iconic uh by now people uh since people are sick left and right in the alexandra i wonder how long they were contaminating it it doesn't feel that long since we don't know the timeline episode to episode of course if this was nicotero we would have had hella flashbacks to this girl child no taboo um yeah yeah i don't think they've been contaminating it long because i think you get sick pretty fast i also like how they talk about the walkers as a biohazard it's just not something we see in the comics Mm -hmm. but like they did it with greg with gabe and his um sickness he got for his eyes and shit Mm -hmm. covering himself in that walker gut so not everybody makes it out of that healthy Mm -mm. another reason you just don't want to cover yourself in walker guts unless Uh, you have to greed i'm over truly carol why not just tell daryl the plan and see if he's with it she knew it was stupid as hell and he would have objected so she went off script once again she's a vigilante does what she wants she i'm telling you if you think of her as jack bauer it's a lot less offensive right right just think of her as jack bauer and 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 just go with your gut uh she's probably the one who's gonna end up being right and they should have listened to her in the first place and save themselves 24 hours of pain because that's what jack bauer's entire show was mm-hmm. it's like he'll say some racist shit they be like you racist son of a bitch that is the nigerian president he's like he's a goddamn terrorist and then by the end you're like goddamn he was a terrorist mm. he really was a terrorist, terrorist the whole time never could would have figured that one out wouldn't have spent 23 hours trying to arrest jack we probably could have stopped the whole All bombing right. jack spent more time running from the government than actually doing his job right um that's why rick banished her way back when and then she kept banishing herself i almost got daryl killed like three times this episode she knew she could ha- he could handle himself so she took mad chances this act is sure to get more of the group killed which judging from the fact that uh christian serratos and others won't be on the show soon uh she's gonna play selena on netflix who's christian serratos is that um one of the characters is that uh rosita maybe that's why they setting her up to die she's just gonna get another job seems plausible i hope uh eugene gets to meet the honey dip on the other side of the line interested to see how this continues to play out cool that's oh the chat room said that that's rosita's real name oh yeah so they definitely about to kill her then that makes sense then because i it feels i didn't know that but it feels Mm -hmm. like they trying to kill her ass with this sickness so i think she about to die um that that goodbye to eugene felt a little too like well let's end on good terms i'm like nah in real life a woman would have been like leave me the fuck alone uh all right y'all that's it uh we'll talk to y'all uh for saturday for our feedback show mm-hmm. balls d sports tomorrow night we may do a nerd off friday night depending on uh the guest availability and all that stuff mm-hmm. um and until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.